0: This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning with the partly cloudy sky. It's 66 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Wednesday, the 4th of August, 2021. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch on a day when we'll have sunshine and a high of 87. Clear tonight, low in the mid-60s. Sunshine Thursday, up to 89 degrees. Thursday nights, low 67 And Friday, it'll be sunny with a high of 92. We return to hot weather this weekend. 95, our afternoon high on Saturday, and up to 98 degrees on Sunday with sunshine. Right now, partly cloudy, 66 degrees at the KVOM studios. As we congratulate our employee of the day for today, it's Sandy Koble with the Winthrop Rockefeller Institute. Obituaries this morning, Helen Lucille Helmandrennen, age 95, of Conway, died on July 25th. Visitation will be this morning at 10 at Robertstown Cemetery in Jerusalem, followed by the graveside service at 11, with arrangements by Bob Neal Sons Funeral Home of Morlton Joyce Lynn Keller Henderson, age 74, of Birdtown, died Sunday, August 1st. Private family graveside service will be held with arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Morlton. Robert Lee Lucas, age 81, of Sweet Home, died on Monday, August 2nd. He was a logger, member of Sweet Home Baptist Church, and is survived by four daughters, Judy Wiles, Wanda Faye Wiles, Linda Lucas, and Sharon Ann Lucas, two sons-in-law, nine grandchildren, 13 great-grandchildren, and six great-great-grandchildren, all of Houston. The family will hold a private service with arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Tony Ray Sutterfield, age 70, of Hot Springs, died Saturday, July 31st. Memorial service will be held today at 2 at Harris Chapel with Dirk Sutterfield and Rick Sutterfield officiating. The family will receive friends one hour prior to service time. Arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Now 7.33 and let's turn to news this morning. Arkansas lawmakers returned to the Capitol today for a special legislative session to address the ban on mask mandates in public schools. Governor Asa Hutchinson called the 10 a.m. session hoping legislators will amend Act 1002, which prohibits state and local governments from imposing mask mandates. He said he's concerned about children under the age of 12 who are not eligible to receive the COVID vaccine. The call that I've signed today asks the General Assembly to amend the law to give local school districts the flexibility to add protection for children under 12. The reasons for this is they are required to go to school. Secondly, we understand the value of in-classroom instruction, and we want those children to be as safe as possible. Hutchinson said he will also ask legislators to affirm the decision of the Director of Workforce Services to end the state's participation in federal unemployment benefit programs. The state ended its participation in the program June 26th, but a judge last week ordered the payments to resume. The Arkansas Department of Health reported 2,343 new cases of the virus Tuesday and an increase of 577 in the number of active cases in the state. 16 additional deaths were recorded and the number of patients hospitalized with COVID-19 in Arkansas increased by 30 from Monday. Locally, six new cases were reported in Conway County, as the number of active cases increased by three to 102. Eight new cases were reported in Perry County, but the number of active cases declined by 13 for the day to 87. Vaccine distribution was high in Arkansas Tuesday, with the health department reporting over 30,000 doses administered. 42.1 percent of the state's 12 and over population is now fully vaccinated against COVID-19. In Conway County, 44.1% of the population is fully vaccinated and 8.5% is partially vaccinated. In Perry County, 41% is fully vaccinated and 9.7% is partially vaccinated as of Tuesday afternoon. Coming up on 736, it's partly cloudy, 66 degrees at the KVOM studios, on our way to a high of 87 with sunshine today. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. always in touch. Member FDIC an Equal Housing Lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. It's 737, partly cloudy and 66 degrees at the KVOM studios. Schools across the state are preparing for the start of the new year as coronavirus cases surge in Arkansas. Modified learning plans were in place throughout the 2020-21 school year, that allowed districts to complete the school year with as little interruption to the learning process as possible. State Education Secretary Johnny Key called it a very successful school year and said the challenges that districts face for the upcoming year are being addressed. The strategies that we employed last year we believe will continue to be effective. Uh, We've been working through the summer with districts uh, in the use of their federal funds on the uh, improvement of air circulation in their buildings, uh, purchasing of, of equipment, purchasing of new buses, either larger buses or um, uh, buses with air conditioning, uh, all the elements that have been recommended. Uh, so the preparation for this school year has been ongoing since uh, well before the end of last school year. He said the one tool the state has at its disposal this year that it didn't last year is the vaccine. He encouraged districts to think about how they can increase the vaccination numbers for anyone aged 12 and over and to expand access to the vaccine for students, parents and staff members. Over 300 people were on hand Tuesday for a downtown Russellville block party celebrating the grand opening of the Gulfside Casino Partnerships new River Valley Casino Resort office. The facility located in the first floor of the old Regions Bank building on South Commerce in Russellville will serve as an information and hiring center a licensed casino facility. now While litigation on that license remains before the state Supreme Court, Gulfside owner Terry Green shared his vision. We're bringing an um, economic engine, I call it, to this location. I mean, our facility will be 500-room hotel. It will be about an 80,000-square-foot casino. We will have um, numerous restaurants. We'll have Carter Green Steakhouse. We'll have a Las Vegas-style buffet. We'll have a um, convention center of about 15,000 square feet that will bring a lot of entertainment. We'll do a lot of local events there. Um, With what he called a 500-mile footprint, Green said the Russellville facility will be a destination location. What I've told everybody from day one is this is not just a casino. This is a resort casino, mm-hmm. and that's what we're going to do. We're going to bring that resort feeling here. I mean, our rooms are going to be five-star rooms. Our dining is going to be five-star. Everything's going to be top of the line. The River Valley Casino Resort Office is open Monday through Friday and is taking applications for a variety of positions at the resort. The U.S. Army Corps of Engineers Little Rock District reminds everyone around the McClellan-Kerr-Arkansas River Navigation System about the scoping comment period for the master plan for the system that ends August 13th. Scoping is the process of determining the scope, focus, and content of the master plan update documents. For a planning process such as the master plan revision, the scoping process is used as an opportunity to get input from the public and resource agencies about the vision for the master plan update and the issues that the master plan should address wherever possible. The master plan guides management of the government lands maintained by the Corps along the navigation system. It can also impact future management of natural resources and recreational opportunities to ensure the sustainability of the navigation system. The planning process includes an analysis of potential effects on the natural and social environment, including fish and wildlife, recreation opportunities, economics, land use, cultural and historic resources, aesthetics, and public health and safety. All comments will still be taken via an online submission form through regular mail, email, and fax. If you want more information about the Master Plan revision, or you'd like to submit an online comment, visit the Master Plan webpage. It's go.usa.gov xhvp3. The Arkansas Department of Agriculture recently provided over $1.7 million in funding to Arkansas Fairs for 2021. This funding includes $724,272 in agri fair funding to County Fairs, the Four States Fair, the Arkansas-Oklahoma Fair, and the Arkansas State Fair, as well as construction funding totaling just over a million dollars to County and District Fairs. Agri-Fair funding is paid to help cover costs of fair operations and other fair related expenses. Construction funding has historically been paid to counties and districts every other year to cover routine maintenance and or improvements to fare facilities. In 2021, the Arkansas General Assembly granted recipients of construction funding the flexibility to utilize the funding to defray other unavoidable expenses and needs created by the coronavirus. Livestock and poultry division inspectors provided thousands of hours at fairs across the state to complete health inspections of exhibition animals and to assure that the applicable animal health regulatory requirements are satisfied. In 2019, the last full year of fair events before the coronavirus, livestock and poultry inspectors provided more than 3,600 hours at 76 Arkansas fairs. Coming up on 743, let's check our markets with Colin Cahill of Edward Jones Investments in downtown Moralton. Wall
1: Street, U.S. equities finished higher on Tuesday while global markets are mixed with European equities up modestly as Asian stocks lower. Uh, as China's ongoing regulatory crackdown continues to raise concerns, there are there were no major headlines driving today's action, keeping the attention on the evolving COVID-19 situation as well as a corporate earning outlook. Energy sectors led today while bonds were slightly weaker, lifting the 10-year yield back towards 1.2% after Monday's notable drop. Taking a look at stocks of interest to our country, when we look at the big board, volume was heavy as 951 million shares traded hands. AT&T was up $0.08 cents at $28.19. Bank of America was up $0.59 cents at $38.55. CenterPoint Energy was up $0.32 cents at $25.87. Deer & Company was up $9.91 at $365.86. Energy was up $0.39 cents at $103.97. Under Armour was up $1.12 at $19.22. Simmons was up $0.71 cents at $27.82. Regent's was up $0.51 cents at $19.62. Southwestern Energy was up $0.16 cents at $4.76. Tyson Foods was down $0.04 cents at $71.71. 71 Walmart was up and sixty cents at one hundred forty-three dollars and eighty-two cents. Live rent was down twenty-one cents at thirty-nine dollars and sixty-seven cents. Energy Public Group was at forty-eight cents at thirty-six dollars and three cents. Exterior Energy was up sixty-one cents at seventy-nine dollars and forty-two cents. Natural gas was up twelve cents at four dollars and five cents. Precious metals were mixed. Gold was down eight ninety cents at eighteen hundred dollars and thirteen and thirty cents silver was up two cents at twenty five dollars and sixty cents i am colin cahill with ever jones investment doug cahill's office north
0: moose street downtown Moulton on our community calendar family life worship center in morelton is hosting english as a second language classes every wednesday night at six and sunday at 10 in room one of the east wing of the church building the Conway County Library is holding summer craft time for kids each Wednesday afternoon at 2. Space is limited. You must sign up in advance by calling 354-5204. The Downtown Church of Christ in Morlton is hosting its annual summer series for adults Wednesday nights through September 1st. A different speaker from a Church of Christ locally and abroad is featured each week. For more information, 354-2323. Moralton High School student schedules may be picked up Today, seniors from 8 until 11 and juniors from 1230 till 330, and tomorrow, sophomores from 8 until 11 and freshmen from 1230 till 330, students who are unable to attend, those days can come on Friday. The Plummerville Senior Center is hosting its monthly potluck luncheon today at noon. All area senior citizens are invited to bring their favorite dish and enjoy the food and fellowship. The Conway County Intergovernmental Council meets Thursday morning at 10 in the fourth floor courtroom of the courthouse in Morlton to discuss 911 upgrades. Main Street Morrillton hosting its next first Thursday event this Thursday from 4 till 7 in downtown Morlton Participating businesses will be open with special deals and promotions during this time and the farmer's market will also be open during this time. And the Plummerville Lodge of Freemasons will meet Thursday night at 7 o'clock. We want to take a moment and thank you for tuning in to KVOM's Morning News Watch. And we also want to recognize that not everyone can listen at 7.30. So that's why we've made the broadcast convenient for everyone by making it available on the KVOM podcast channel. You can subscribe for free by going to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeart Radio, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. Or you can just listen on our website or app. Listen, whenever it's convenient for you, search for KVOM where you listen to podcasts. The KVOM Newswatch podcast, published each weekday, brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. 747, partly cloudy, 66 degrees at the KVOM studios, and our morning newswatch continues with sports and weather after this. Always in touch.
1: Daddy Jean
0: Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Hey, Vims News, Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. Morelton Parks
2: and Recreation is offering youth baseball and softball and a youth volleyball program this fall. The baseball and softball season starts August 23rd, and registration deadline is August 9th. The fee is $100 per team. The volleyball program is for girls in the fourth, fifth, and sixth grades. Games will be played on Saturdays at Morelton Community Center. Registration continues through August 23rd. For more information about either program, call Lauren Brown at 354-4122. John Lester was roughed up in his Cardinals debut, giving up five runs in the first inning, and St. Louis went on to drop the Open over a three-game series to Atlanta 6-1 last night. The Cards looked to even the series tonight in a 7.15 p.m. game. Pre-game coverage starts at 6.20 on Motown Radio, 92.5 FM and AM 800. Arkansas Travelers open the series with their in-state rivals with a 5-2 win over the Northwest Arkansas Nationals on Tuesday night in North Little Rock. Teams play a doubleheader tonight. Game one from Diggy Stevens Park starts at 5-10 p.m. And that is our sports this
3: morning. All right, Eric, thank you for those updates. Now 7.50 here on this Wednesday morning. We've got fair skies and 68 degrees here just outside the KVOM studios. And in our weather outlook for today, we've got mostly sunny skies. Pretty nice day in store, high near 87 degrees. We'll have a calm wind becoming east-northeast around 5 miles per hour this morning. Tonight, mostly clear, our low down to 64. Then Thursday, mostly sunny, a high of 89 On Thursday night, uh, partly cloudy skies, low down to 67, then Friday sunshine, high of 92. Saturday, sunny, warming up to 95 degrees, and then sunny and hot on Saturday, uh, back up into the high 90s. High of 98 expected with uh, high heat index values and uh, might uh, see another heat advisory in effect uh, for this weekend. But, of course, we'll keep you up to date here as we move a little bit closer. Taking a look at current conditions at the KVOM studios, our humidity is at 94%. Our wind speed is calm right now. Barometric pressure, 30.09 inches. Our dew points is 66 degrees, and our visibility is at 8 miles. The low this morning was 63 degrees. The high yesterday was 89. The low a year ago, 63, with a high of 84 no rainfall the past 24 hours at the KVOM studios, our total for the year remaining at 32.08 inches. Sunset this evening, 812, and sunrise tomorrow morning, 623, when you join us for mornings in Morrillton, right here on KVOM FM 101.7. Again, right now in Moralton, fair skies and 68 degrees at 752. Our Wednesday morning edition of NewsWatch continues with state headlines from the Arkansas Radio Network
0: on the way next. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your piece of Mind online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender.
3: Well, once again, you're listening to KVOM's Wednesday morning edition of News Watch. It's 7.58. Currently here at the KVOM studios, we have fair skies, 68 degrees in Moralton. And we're back now with our close-up segment, visiting with Miss Mary Clark on behalf of the University of Arkansas Community College at Moralton. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Well, it's an exciting time. Of course, uh, registration is underway for the fall semester, which is going to be coming up pretty quickly, right?
4: Yes, it is. It's actually two weeks away. Um, It's starts on uh, Wednesday August 18th Um, so we are gearing up our new faculty came in on Monday Um, we have registration ongoing um, uh, from now on through the 18th Um, we have right now we're doing registration by appointment uh, students can make an appointment with an advisor come in and get their schedule um, and we'll be doing that by appointment through august 11th and then starting on august 12th we will start walk-in registration so basically people can just come in at their convenience and uh, get their schedules done meet with an advisor um, we do have a special saturday registration on august the 14th um, and that will be from uh, 10 a.m to 2 p.m so um, that is uh, just for the convenience of the public who may it may be easier to come on a on weekend to take care of business, So, um, and then we'll continue registration on Monday and Tuesday, the uh, 16th and 17th, leading up to the 18th, so we're really excited. Right now, we've registered a little over 1,800 students already, so um, the numbers are looking really good. All right,
3: fantastic, and I know with uh, all those students, and uh, just being two weeks out, you know, this is a time where uh, classes start to fill up. And uh, uh, there's uh, not a lot of uh, openings. Can you tell us uh, right now what what the classes uh, look like as far as openings and are things available right now? Is is everything Mm -hmm. available?
4: Pretty much. I mean, there there have been a few classes at certain times that have filled up right now okay. um you know there are popular times uh, you know monday wednesday friday from 10 to about 2 uh-huh. uh, seem to be a popular time for classes gotcha. so sometimes those are the ones that fill first but it's not a major issue right now and gotcha. you know there's there's an opportunity for people to come in and get pretty much the schedule they want but that will continue to change uh, the closer we get so i do encourage everybody to uh, to register as soon as possible
3: okay all right good to know that uh, folks can and uh, still get those classes that that they want at this time. Uh, Also, coming up on Friday, there's an orientation.
4: Yes, we have been doing orientation sessions for our new students. Uh, the summer and this will be our final uh, orientation prior to the semester Um, but they're great we have a hundred and I think about 170 students that have RSVP'd for this this one this Friday Um, it's a great day for them to come in and um, actually meet a lot of their new classmates but also find out more about the student services that we have the support services uh, the technology in the classrooms and kind of give them a sneak peek so that maybe they're a little bit more comfortable that first day of class so again excited about that, Um, and uh, people, if they don't have a time, don't get a chance to to attend the orientation on Friday, um, they don't have to worry about that they've missed something then that will prevent them from going to school. We'll have some things that, you know, that happen after school that will, or after school starts that will allow them to still find out about those services. But there is still time to register for that.
3: Okay. I, I know that uh, even before the uh, coronavirus pandemic, I know that uh, taking online classes was, was already an option, but mm-hmm. uh, with COVID uh, those opportunities kind of grew. And uh, what can we expect to see uh, this uh, next semester as far as uh, online classes go?
4: We still have that option. I think that is uh, something that's here to stay. It's okay. just out of, you know, for the convenience of the students. Um, and of course, COVID did increase the, the number of classes that we offer in that format. But we have, in addition to our in person classes, we do have a lot of web classes, we have synchronous classes uh, where the students. Uh, Uh, interact with the instructor through virtual learning Mm -hmm. Um, we have a format called multi-mode which um, allows the students it's uh, real-time instruction Um, the students are interacting um, virtually with their with their instructors and their classmates so for those students who prefer to do those types of classes those are available as well Um, and we do always encourage in-person classes Mm -hmm. uh you know, when people feel comfortable doing that because I really feel like that real-life, face-to-face interaction, right. um, you know, that's the best way to learn um, and get to know instructors and classmates, so, um, but we do have those other options uh, for the, for students who prefer that. Okay,
3: great. Uh, an exciting event coming up Thursday night for some folks that have put in a lot of hard work. I got a nursing penny coming up.
4: Yes, we have 24 uh, students who have completed their requirements to become practical nurses. Um, licensed practical nurses, and they will be going out soon to take their nursing exam um, and enter the healthcare field, which is so critical right now. Always an essential mm-hmm. uh, uh, occupation, but particularly now, um, there's multiple job openings available for these students. They're really excited. But the pinning ceremony is a really special, meaningful event for them each year. Um, they can still participate in the graduation, uh, where you know with their caps and gowns. But this is an, an evening where they're able to be pinned by their instructor um, and it the history of that dates back many many years so we're really excited about those students going out and uh, I know they'll be really successful and, again, have an abundance of job openings. That's mm-hmm.
3: fantastic, and uh, congratulations to those folks. Well, uh, Miss Mary, with uh, UACCM, there's a lot of opportunities available. It's not just, you know, the general education classes. Uh, you know, there's there's all kinds of uh, great things mm-hmm. that uh, uh, folks can take part in, including, you know, the uh, short-term career training, uh, lots of things. Tell us about to that. Yes.
4: yes, we have so many options. Uh, some students uh, may prefer just to go through short-term training. Through our workforce program, Uh, the uh, workforce development uh, director Jessica Rollman sets up classes uh, with business and industry all the time. Throughout the, it's a it's an ongoing thing. People don't have to start at the beginning of the fall or spring semester. Uh, Those classes can start, and they can vary in length from one week to. Uh, you know, a few weeks. It's what the the uh, industry wants. It's catered to them, and um, that's a great option for people just to keep their skills, uh, you know, current and up, and upgrade skills. Um, and then, of course, we have the one and two year programs of uh, you know career training. Variety of, of careers that are available. Um, And uh, then we have, of course, the general education program, which Mm -hmm. uh, allows the students to get the first two years of a bachelor's degree, which is, you know, they save money, they start in a much smaller campus atmosphere than they would at a university. um, And it's a great way to build a really strong educational foundation.
3: Well, all right. Uh, sounds like a lot of uh, fantastic opportunities uh, available here at our local community college. Any other information that we need to pass along this morning?
4: Um, I w- would like to remind everybody about the Arkansas uh Transfer Achievement Scholarship, that is offered by the University of Arkansas at Fedville for those students who do go through our general education program. Um, they, If they earn an Associate of Arts or an associ- Associate of Science degree, they can transfer to the U of A at Fedville still paying the UACCM tuition rate. Um, and so you're looking at about a, a $92 per credit hour tuition rate as opposed to a $252 Dollar tuition rate so you can see where you know the math adds up to be about a $20,000 savings for them so it's a great opportunity
3: most most definitely all right well again uh, uh, folks if you have any questions uh, of course uh, you can always uh, go to their website uaccm.edu and you can always uh, give them a call at uaccm all right again folks we've been visiting this morning with miss Mary Clark on behalf of the University of Arkansas Community College at Moralton thank you so much for talking to us today
4: thank you